Alright, hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of More Content Talk. That's the only th show that cuts through the glam, the glitz, and all the bullshit to bring you the truthiest news that we can find. Um, guess what, everyone? I'm not alone tonight. It's two shows in a row where it's not me blathering into the microphone. Say hi, Melissa. Hi. You're supposed to say hi, Melissa. Melissa. Into the... <laughs> there we go yeah that works okay so um tonight's topic is uh different i think than other ones that we've done um i had seen um an incident on social media that inspired this topic but it's also one that i've been thinking about for a while and about doing a show about for a while and it's about um uh feminine sexuality and um patriarchy um it turns out if you actually look into patriarchy uh, it's very important to the functioning of that patriarchy to uh control and manipulate um human sexuality in general but female sexuality in particular um to some people that may be shocking, to some people that may be like, well, yeah, but looking into the, the history of it is um, definitely very interesting. Um, so the reason I was inspired to do this, like I said, is because I saw this incident on social media. People were having this discussion. Okay, like, is this, you know, um, people on social media are adults, at least, you know, most of the time. I mean, I, I, <laughs> we're supposed to act in an adult manner. Um, so this person in particular made a decision uh, to raise money for charity. Um, doesn't matter who they are. Um, and in order to do so, is you know they said, hey, you know, if I'm going to raise money, and if I get this, if I reach my goal, I'm going to show my breasts, like on Twitter. Uh, it was for a good cause. Um, person ended up getting money out of it and so uh this is what was done they they bared their chest on twitter and um for the most part uh the reaction was positive but there were also some very negative kind of like archaic reactions like you know like you know i thought you were a woman of good character i, I thought you were a good person um some very kind of nonsensical yeah basically mm. and uh yeah so yeah it's, it's it's actually it's it's rather insulting because what what's weird about um like breast in particular is that they're not sexual organs um so just the whole idea behind the censorship of breast is weird in my opinion. I don't know. What do you think about that? That's interesting. I never really thought about it that way. Um, but I see what you mean. Do you think it's uh, normal um, that women are expected to cover their chest, but men aren't? Yeah, I definitely think that, that is a, a big double standard, obviously. The guys can walk around with a shirt off, but women have to be wearing something and also 
when it occurs it's like this huge event it's like you know they're like a child was born or something like it's it's not the guy takes off his shirt it's like whatever like guy took off shirt but when there's whenever there's breasts all of a sudden and and it's not whenever there's breasts because sometimes there's nasty like guy breasts Mm. that gets bared and that's okay it's kind of like a job of the hut situation mm-hmm. and that's fine you know and like i don't care if those guys want to walk around with their shirts on like that's not the issue but what i'm saying is like it, yeah it's like a weird like form of breast but it's still breast and like chest are still chest and i don't know i just i never understood the big deal so like why do you think that that's such a big deal because there's a lot of problems around like breastfeeding too like that's another thing like in public like if someone sees your breasts or sees someone breastfeeding a lot of people have problems with that yeah i know i don't know um and just the the feminine form in particular um just don't do you, do you think that there's anything in particular that repels men about it? I mean, what is it about the feminine form that seems to like send men in a tizzy every time they see it? I mean, it's obviously I'm not talking about men in general, but some of these uh, childish men that I kind of saw on, you know, men, men, children that I saw online, they were just so, you know, it was like you were dealing with like some 19th century, like, like uh lord you know like oh uh, like all of a sudden out of nowhere like they were fine up until that point they're fine with all the cursing and the talking and sexual nature that's the other thing is that there's all kinds of like sexual nature all over the place and film and media that these people are watching and then all of a sudden you know if you're not um Cameron Diaz and it's not high art then all of a sudden it's, it's a problem but if you watch some of these movies that these people are watching i mean you see way, way more sometimes so like i don't that's the thing is it it really is a double standard because the media is very sexualized and they don't get critiqued anywhere near as often as the average uh, person on social media so what do you think about that i'm not sure oh okay well um, I'm just going to go ahead and, uh, read this, uh, article that, um, I had found, um, that I think kind of delves into the history of, uh, the sexual oppression of the feminine form in the United States of America. So, um, this is actually not the full article, but it's an extract and, um, you can find it on muse.jhu.edu. Um, and the name of the piece that was written is Regulating Passion, Sexuality, and Patriarchal Rule in Massachusetts, 1700 through 1830, by Kelly A. Ryan. All the credit goes to Kelly A. Ryan. All right. And I quote, The American Revolution is the hinge on which Ryan's analysis of of sexuality and patriarchy swings. 
First half of the book focuses on how elite white men use their status as patriarchs to control the sexuality of white women, poor white men, African Americans, and Native Americans through the legal system, while simultaneously ensuring that their own sexual indiscretions remained shielded from public scrutiny. The statistical evidence Ryan has assembled from court records is very persuasive, and her analysis of the legal system's regulation of white women's sexuality is a highlight of the book. The court records plainly show that by 1760, only women were facing criminal prosecution for unmarried sex in Massachusetts. Unwed fathers were not, however, subject to the same fines or physical punishments as unwed mothers in the late colonial period. What is striking that the courts continued to punish white women for fornication even in cases where they married the child's father or suffered a miscarriage. As Ryan notes, the court's interest in such cases had little to do with the maintenance of the child and a great deal more to do with punishing white women for sexual activity outside of marriage. All right, so uh, just to sum up there, because um, it may be a bit academic. I, mean, I think it's pretty straightforward, actually. But what Ryan is not only saying, but is actually proven, is that not only were women oppressed in the United States in early colonial uh, America, but it was written into the law, specifically. Specifically having to do with sexual acts. And so it provides a context for the oppression of female sexuality in America today because it's in the law. It's literally written into the laws that delegate this country's behavior. And you, you can say, well, we have new laws that negate that, and that's fine. But, you know, it, it's like saying, well, racism doesn't exist anymore because we made some laws and, you know, now we can all go home. Mm. And it's the same problem that keeps popping up over and over again. And that is that it's okay for men to run around and fuck whoever they want. That's okay. Or, you know, if a guy wants to take his shirt off, he wants to have a kid outside of wedlock, what you know, whatever you want to do. But a woman is different. She's considered a whore. Yes. Mm. And that's accepted in America. That's accepted. Mm. And therein lies the problem, is that it's always been about... Um, suppressing feminine sexuality because you know what happens when you're sexual you gain power that's interesting hmm. sure and this is why it, it's it what what it's what's really interesting is that even if you look into um 
you know, the the sexual lives of, say, like um, very powerful people. They're sexually adventurous for the most part. They're not reserved. Right. And a lot of times when people see that, they say, oh, this is because the person's disturbed. Why are you assuming that? Look, it's your body and you have a right to make choices and do what you would like with it. And you, what you don't have a right to do is go around telling other people what's normal and what's not normal. As long as these people are not hurting people, they're not hurting anyone. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about this. This is the nonsense of the, tw- of the 21st century that we supposedly live in. A, pers- a, 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 a woman takes off her shirt in the privacy of her own home. And films it and puts it on their account and is automatic is automatically almost attacked for doing that. That's arcane. It's it's not progressive, it's not um uh secular at all. Because this is this is a hyper religiosity that was written into the law specifically to keep uh, control of the fem- of the feminine form and the feminine uh, psyche, while you know the the good lords are out you know sticking their punces inside of whatever they can find. Uh, the good ladies are at home tending to the to the flock, as the good shepherds are out spreading their seeds. And in the in the meantime, they're using the Bible. And so you see these people, they say, well, I don't understand how these people could act like that and be Christians. Here you go. This is the history. This is actually written history. This is how people like Thomas Jefferson and these people behaved. So it wasn't as enlightened as you think. And it wasn't as reasonable and as rational as you think. There were exceptions to the reason and the, and the rationality that were going on. And this is what gets carried over into the modern day today. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Um, I definitely notice a double standard when it comes to sexual activity um, with men versus women. Um, men, the more you have, it's like the, the cooler you are, the better you are, the more you succeeded whereas women the more you've had the dirtier you are yeah I think that's very much it I think that you know when you're looking at uh, the early stages of American psychiatry you're seeing a lot of weird kind of quasi sexual torture going on with women whether it was supplying ridiculously high levels of electroshock therapy to treat mental illness even though you know it's really only very low levels of uh ect that are required but they didn't i didn't realize at the time they didn't care and they were just experimenting there things vary but the point is is that again as the you know and also you know women were getting put on these sedatives and things like that again like it was a kind of carelessness it was a kind of like shut the hell up and and you know, uh, grin and bear it yeah. type of thing. Calm down. That's another one that's really popular. Like, like calm down. That is, the women are hysterical. You know? That, yeah. Like, we overreact or whatever. 
Yeah, in fact, the term hysteric was used in early psychiatry. To, and so, like, you know, this term, you, you know, you're being hysterical was almost like an insult. It's not a real disorder of any kind. It was almost this kind of throwaway, like, oh, she's being hysterical, send her to the clinic, you know, she'll shut the hell up. And sometimes they would just leave these women there. There were sometimes women of prominence who came from wealthy families who, if you know, if you had epilepsy or, you know, you were dyslexic or and if you were a woman, because it already from the beginning, you know, if you were a guy, it was already kind of like, well, maybe you'll get through society. Maybe you won't. Um, but if you were a woman, you were screwed. You basically just got left there to rot if uh, you know you didn't have a more liberal family and most women didn't and even some of the some of the more liberal families they they even have incidents where well you know we don't want this particular relative uh, being out in the public so just leave them in the insane asylum um and a lot of times again it would be females uh so what do you think of that? What do you think? You just, you, if you really look at the history, you just see this oppression popping up over and over again. I mean, they, they, there's even hysteria associated with menstruation, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we can get into that and talk about, you know, you know, the biblical stuff and mm-hmm. other religions and... Yeah. Uh, plus the the fact that there's really no negative side effect to you know um, exploring your sexuality during menstruation. Um, it's not unhealthy in any way. It's it's messy. Um, but I mean, as long as you put a towel down, it's really fine. Um, there's nothing dirty about menstruation. Um, it's a normal thing that goes on. Uh, I. I I don't understand uh, this adverse reaction to anything female. And the only way that I can um, rationalize it in my mind and say, okay, what is this? Is Well, what it is, is it's not rational at all. It's just an adverse reaction and a, and a form of control. Um, you're seeing a thing you don't like. It's expressing itself. And so you want it, you want it to shut up and do what you, you want to do. And so you make all these laws so that you can then control it through the court system. Uh, do you have anything else you want to add? All right, then I'll just uh, continue with this um, article. Uh, so, uh, quote, Even more telling is that magistrates did not prosecute Native American women and enslave women for fornication with the same regularity as they did white women. Now, why do you think that is? I, I I have the answer right here, but what do you what do you think the the rationale behind that was? That's interesting. I don't know. Um, maybe um, white women are supposed to be more proper, so it's it's expect it's like expected that you're just supposed to be more ladylike instead of like a wild animal or a savage or whatever if that's what it was they wouldn't have made the law Mm. so no but that's what they'll tell you Mm. 
they'll say that in order to build white women up and make them think, oh, you're you're really you're a go getter. You're really you're ahead of the savages. So yes, this is what they tell people in the in Christianity, the lie that they tell their wives. Well, you've been chosen by Jesus. You're white and therefore you're better. But look at the reality. What do they always do? They always cheat on their wives, they beat their wives, they they um, you know, go around behind their backs, they lie to them, they don't like them if you actually, you know, f- you know, you look into their life, they ignore them. Uh, name-calling, abuse is very rampant, domestic abuse is very rampant in the United States, and a lot of it is coming from Christian households. That's just the reality. There's no way around it. Um, If you just look at how many people are Christian in the United States of America, you'll see that a large number of domestic abuse violence comes from religious households because most people in the United States are fucking religious. So it's basic math. Of course it does, and that's the thing, is that if you're going to be this weird theocracy, you can't regulate shit like that. That's their right. They can do it according to your uh, fundamentalist ideals and your idea that it's okay to just let everyone worship however the fuck we want. You know, like, it's cool if you want to be the the beat-your-wife weird, stupid, asshole culture. Well, this is America, so... And that's the kind of uh, dumb, stupid philosophy that a lot of these Trump supporters have. Uh, They want their cake and they want to eat it too. And if it involves throwing the cake up against the wall and smacking it around, you know, so be it. And this is really just just these laws and all this stupid, you know, be proper, don't take your clothes off, uh, do what I tell you to do, listen to me, I'm smarter than you, don't talk out of turn. It's all the same bullshit. Um, Let me control you and the things you do mentality. That's really all it is. This is anything else you want to add before I continue? No, go ahead. All right. Uh, So to continue. Such prosecutions would have brought the sexual indiscretions of elite white men and slaves and servants out of the shadows and into the public eye. The courts only seem to take an interest in cases of infanticide when the loss of an enslaved woman's child would have resulted in a loss of property for her master. Enslaved men were similarly not prosecuted for interracial liaisons with white women because compelling an enslaved man to support a child would have given enslaved men a right to patriarchy that undermined the slave system. Isn't that interesting? So what you're seeing in history more and more, if you actually look into it, is that you've been told a lot of fucking bullshit. You've been told that things like child support, that's, that's, oh, that's a thing. Oh, no, we have to fear child support. Why? They t- that's not true. When you support a child, you have autonomy. You have property. That's that's what it is, and I know it's it's weird for for you to think of your child as property, but that's what they are. That's what's considered under the law. So what you just heard 
is not what you see in the Steven Spielberg movies where there's always some, or whatever dumb slave movie where there's always, you know, this white lady who's lusting after some black guy and then it's a big deal. It wasn't a big deal. They didn't prosecute it. They didn't care. They don't care about their wives. They don't care if they go and have sex with men. It's not about that. And oftentimes they know. Sometimes they're even into it. This shit gets really weird. Mm -hmm. It's not as simple as as a lot of people make it. So why don't they – they're not reporting – the illicit acts of anyone but but white women in terms of sex wow they they're not opposing they're not bringing uh black men into prison for having sex with white women they're not bringing native american men in, in, into into court they they're not doing any of that it's it's solely about keeping the woman in a state that is submissive and the white woman in particular which is which is you know wow. fascinating because it's it's about her finances and it's about her her social status in terms of uh the black woman and the native american they were always seen as uh lusty and white man's property and theirs alone not not for white women they weren't allowed to be lesbian like for example you can get into lesbianism and see how that's demonized why is lesbianism demonized though that's something that we don't talk about very much it's not that it's yeah it's in the bible but why is it in the bible and what is the real reason behind defining women as property it's about conquest it's about patriarchy control of course if you control if you control the women of a population then you control the population because it's really women that drive men to act. Wow. Now, granted, that's not every man, but it's most. It is still, like, regardless of, you know, like, whether you're asexual or homosexual. Unfortunately, though, you're lovely people. You're not the majority of the population yet. So you have to deal with that dichotomy. Mm-hmm. And it, it doesn't have to rule your life. That's not what I'm saying. But it should be in the back of your mind. Like, okay, what's really going on here is, they don't have a problem with sex. That's that's why that um, politician in Hungary, he got caught and he was in a gay orgy. Mm. So see, you see that? it And, and here's the thing. It's not, I, I guarantee you he's not gay. I don't think he's gay. And I know that that seems really weird to people. That seems like, well, why would you have sex with uh, gay men then? Because you're exceptional. You're, you're a masculine, you know, uh, wonderful Grecian uh, super demigod. And that's how these men see themselves, these white men who make these laws to, to say, okay, this is what you can do sexually, this is what you can't do sexually. They, they see themselves almost like Adonis, that you know? Can do it. Other people can't, but they can. Sure. Yeah. Another double standard again. Of course. Like, for example, you know, look at, like, the whole Jeffrey Epstein thing. Mm. It's okay for him to run around and, 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 you know, act like a complete idiot and do whatever. But, you know, I don't know. 
Janet Jackson's top falls off. It's a fucking international. It's a, oh my god. We got to talk about it for years. We got to we got to discuss this. Should women be allowed to sing in public anymore? I don't know. There might be a costume malfunction. Who knows? We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what they're going to do. I mean, they talked about that for years and years and years. And then anytime Madonna has a concert, it's like it, you know, the gates of hell have opened and you know, it's this crazy she's coming for us. She's going to kill us all. You know, and they have to analyze the concerts and go into death by death. This is this is the toxic feminist, you know, Nazi propaganda today. And they analyze it in depth and talk, you know, for hours. And you say to yourself, is there anything else that these men do except talk shit about women? No, there isn't. Apparently, if you actually look at history, they don't have anything else to do. This is their whole life. They dedicate their lives to making sure that that women everywhere have a shit life. And people should know. You have anything uh, you want to add to that before I continue with the article? No. All right. I don't want to do a show about women and be the only one talking the whole time. Uh, sure, I'd hear about that all day. Okay, and rightfully so. Uh, okay, so here we go. Regulating passion is also innovative for noting the ways in which white men's and women's participation in the American Revolution was not only gendered, but highly sexualized. In Ryan's analysis, it is the literal need for manpower during the American Revolution that allows young and poor white men to be welcomed into the body politic as defenders of white women's virtue. The hardiness of white American men, unefeminated by luxury, was contrasted with the brutality and savagery of the British, as well as their African and Native American allies. Similarly, Patriot women's participation in boycotts of British goods was recast as a feminine effort to sexually entice American men with natural homespun charm instead of as direct political activity. Therefore, white women's reward for supporting the revolution was male attention rather than liberty or citizenship. What do you think of that? I'm not sure. Lean forward a bit. What? I'm not sure. I'm a little confused. Okay, so basically what they're saying there um, is that the participation of women politically uh, was sexualized from the beginning. Because instead of being... Um, breadwinners or going out and working or even being philosophers they were instead their role is expected to be serving yes well what they became were toys they became objects of political uh, they became political devices and pawns because they're using the, the the virtuous femininity of the woman you know to uh kind of 
appeal to the frontier, you know, normal, everyday white man that he's, you know, he's going to come and be rewarded with her, you know, for coming in and defending her virtue. And so this idea of this hero man that you see coming up um, over and over again in society uh, that gets updates. Uh, granted, it's been around forever, but the particular American version where it's this kind of G.I. Joe, you know, Ken doll, uh, clean cut, super fighting Marine that can also herd cattle uh, for some reason, even though it makes, that's weird. But uh, and cut down, you know, trees and grow, I don't know, organic vegetables, um, but still put on American cost, super American costume and save the world. Um, this all comes from early America and, you know, his, his little love interests like Lois Lane, you know, um, all comes from early America and this obsession with women being these kind of objects in politics as opposed to actually participating in politics. Um, and so you see it all developed right here in early colonial America. What do you think about that? Do you think that uh, that influences our society today? I, w I would say yes. I'm not sure how, but yeah, I, I would think so. Yeah, I think so too. And, you know, going back again to the, to the occurrence on uh, Twitter, um, do you think that that happens if not for all these early American laws? Because I think I think that uh, laws are cultural uh, more than anything. Um, I, people like to look at them as kind of these abstract ideas, but they get interpreted into the culture and they, they become part of who you are. So my point here is that the people who choose uh, to to identify heavily especially on the right with patriotism um, where there's no secularism, you're always going to have this kind of uh, oppression of women where you're not allowed to be sexual because it goes against the, the every man story. It goes against the, the submissive woman who's re who's rescued and then later sexualized by her husband because it's his property. Oh, that's interesting, the order of the sexualization. Yeah. That there's going to be a sexualization, but it's just like, when does it happen? Mm -hmm. And in that situation, it's after she's like rescued by the man. Yes. Then she becomes sexualized by him. Right, and look at... Um, but if she's sexual before, then she's bad. It's and indecent. And naughty and decent. Yes. And that's the mentality we give to young... Uh, people growing up and they take it and translate it into later life some of them recognize it and stray from it obviously more and more do but some people never do and they live their whole lives that way and um, it's not healthy uh, to suppress your sexuality there's nothing scientific about the suppression of sex uh, in any form that leads to wellness now if you're talking about uh even even polyamory i mean even you get into that uh even that you can't say flat out is is bad or spreads right. disease because it depends on 
who you're talking about, what's going on. And so it really is just a form of uh, controlling women. Um, and I really thought we should bring attention to that. And uh, there was another another incident where um, a person had actually had their uh, Twitter account suspended for showing um, their uh, female form. Um, I believe this happened to be in the form of, like, you know, showing, like, bondage or whatever, uh, BDSM type stuff. But it wasn't, like, it wasn't anything, like bad i saw it it was very artistic it looked uh, very much like kind of what was that one movie 50 shades of gray mm. you know like you see a movie like that or you see stuff like that online and you know obviously like people are expressing their sexuality and that's great but like when i see that i automatically think art um i don't like to me it's not that's not sexual and, and on it to be honest even showing the boobs I got to be completely 100% honest with you. I think you're a child if that offends you. Mm. Like, I honestly, like, I don't even want to have a conversation with you because I don't understand how these ridiculous, like, car calendars and, you know, Sports Illustrated, Girls Gone Wild. um, I'm not even talking about pornography because that's not the same thing. Um, women have far more control as sex workers than they do in their daily life. Women are bombarded with, you know, cheerleaders and half naked women all the time and sometimes full on naked women. And it really does seem more and more that it's just, it's not really about the, the lewdness of the act. It's about that the guy didn't want it at that particular time and you have to be at the beck and call. Yeah. It's not your choice. Like you're, right. You're, you have to be ready and willing, ready to go. What's offensive is the choice, and you know, Twitter is owned by a man. So, I mean, what do you say about that? Like, is that just these laws coming out in new ways? Mm. Yeah. That's what it seems like to me, and I and I think that you know, if you see people who are stressed out because they're not allowed to be sexual don't just assume that that person's like some kind of pervert or something like what they're doing is they're fighting for a very old fight for equality and um if you control your sexuality if you know who you are and, and knowing who you are is controlling your sexuality and being able to use your sexuality in the way that you want to use it that boosts your uh, confidence. There's nothing harmful about that. And, um, you know, we hear it more content, please support you. Um, and I really wanted to make a show about that because I think it's a little ridiculous. I think if you're a man and you're bothered by the feminine form, you need to close your eyes and bury your head in the sand because there's going to be a lot of women in politics and, you know, who knows how those women are going to dress. It's completely up to them. Uh, it's completely up to inter- female entertainers, female chefs, whatever it may be. You're allowed to, to, to dress how you want within the parameters of whatever safety standards or whatever. And we as men need to get over it um, and, you know, let it be. And also, don't be such a goddamn downer while I'm trying to have fun on the Internet for fuck's sake. What is wrong with you? Jesus fucking Christ.
a guy tries to get a little, you know, I'm sorry, but I mean, hell, like someone's trying to people. Are, some people are trying to have fun. There's nothing wrong with pictures for fuck's sake. Do you think that do you think that like people in the old days sat around like, oh, no, that cave painting's too lewd. It's a picture. You know, it's like you called a prostitute or something for fuck. You got the lewd, the police coming. Oh no, you did. No one did anything. No one's a prostitute. It's a picture. And even if it was a prostitute, who fucking cares? What business of it is yours? Why are you regulating the sexuality of women? Guess what? If you, if women want to do sex work, who cares? If women want to show their bodies for charity, who cares? If you don't like it, turn the fucking computer off and leave people who are fun the fuck alone. The reason that people are leaving your fucking churches and your fucking institutions and all this shit in droves and not listening to scientific data and anything is because you're all too fucking boring. Of course people want to see tits. They have to put up with you, your stupid bullshit all the time. People need to relax. And thank God for tits and thank God for, uh, yes. thank your imaginary God for, uh, the feminine form and stop trying to censor it because you're boring and awful. <laughs> and I could go on and on forever, but I think I'm about done. Do you have anything left to add? Yeah, and uh, there's nothing wrong with uh, sex work either. There's, we have problems with sex trafficking. Um, that's horrible. But don't equate that with sex work. Don't equate that's a choice that a that a woman made to do. And sometimes, it, when you look into sex work, you'll see that it has benefits. And sometimes the benefits are manifold. And so we got to get away from even saying things like, "Oh, well, it's not a prostitute." Even that's stupid. So what if it's a prostitute? Who cares? Uh, as long as they're taken care of and they're not being abused, we, we don't have anything to worry about. And we can regulate that um, if we legalize it. That's yeah. that's just the reality. Uh, is it, if it's legalized and there's not a stigma against it, there's less abuse, there's less crime, and it's okay for us to go in and, and you know, who knows, maybe even with Secret Service and make sure that people are following parameters. But the more we bitch and the more we moan, um, the stigma grows and, you know, agencies are discouraged from, you know, uh, checking things out because it's not legal, even though it's going to happen regardless. People are going to experiment with sex. They're going to show their bodies and uh, it's their right. Um, if you really believe in free speech, then you would believe in that. And you know what? If you don't, then just stop citing the Constitution already because it's ridiculous and um yeah i understand that like in the context of the constitution it's not constitutional but guess what i just proved to you that the context of the constitution is fucking stupid and constitutions are meant to be changed that's why we have amendments and we can amend constitutions we don't the, the united states is the only one that is married to the constitution in this way and when when you see laws like this that are specifically directed at oppressing people you really have to ask yourself why yeah. all right well uh thank you for joining us on uh, more content talk we've really enjoyed having you with us hey uh if you'd like you could always uh, join us on twitter at uh, more underscore content pls 
you could also check us out on TikTok at more content, please MCP. Um, you could also check us out on more content, please.org. If you'd like to, you could sponsor us. Um, but just uh, listening to the show helps us out. Uh, really, we appreciate every single listen we get. We've noticed the little surge we've had recently um thank you so much for listening um was not expecting that uh and uh that's why we decided to do some more shows here because you guys are listening you people are listening thank you so much there are people out there (laughs) yeah and we're really glad to talk to you all uh all of you uh whether whatever your pronouns are he she they them um uh, we appreciate you and we appreciate uh, all the clicks we get on our sites. So thank you and have a wonderful night. Good night. Happy New Year. Good night. Happy New Year. Uh, hey, only a few more days until Orange Turd has dried up completely. <laughs> Poof, gone. Bye, everyone. <laughs>